Welcome to Season 2 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical five-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. In the first five episodes of this season, we covered the reasons we must have a strategy. Not only can we not succeed without one, strategy is unavoidable. Today, we begin a new series of six episodes in which I'll present quick tests I use to help my clients, for-profits and non-profits, think about whether they have a real strategy. While most executives believe they have a strategy, very few do. A McKinsey survey found that 90% of corporate strategies pass fewer than seven of McKinsey's 10 viability tests, and two-thirds pass fewer than four. Michael Porter estimates that only 10% of nonprofits have a real strategy. Whether you're participating in a strategy discussion for the first time or you're an old hand, the six tests I'll discuss will allow you to raise productive questions in any strategy meeting. Unfortunately, passing all six tests doesn't guarantee that you have a winning strategy. We'll get to the qualities of a winning strategy later this season. But failing any of the tests is a guarantee that there's no strategy at all. The first is the unity test. In previous episodes, I've defined strategy as a hypothesis about how our organization can be successful. During our strategy development, we should examine a number of alternatives. But in choosing a strategy, it should be clear we can have only one, only one understanding of what we're doing and why to guide the selection and integration of our organization's activities. Otherwise, we would have two or more independent understandings of success competing for resources. If we had a defensible way of allocating resources to these different understandings, that would show that, in fact, some other single understanding is actually our strategy. Nevertheless, I can't remember the last time I reviewed a strategic plan that presented only one strategy. One major foundation's plan had five strategies. A university's had 46 strategies and a school system weighed in with 248 strategies, far more than the number of administrators running the school system. It's very common for businesses to speak of distinct strategies for each function, a digital strategy, a supply chain strategy, a marketing strategy. Many chief executives see their role as aggregating the various strategies of their functional specialists rather than leading the development of a unified strategy. Perhaps including many strategies in our plan makes us feel we've been thorough. In reality, it reveals we don't have a clear, unifying idea that guides our work. What we call strategies are really a list of initiatives rather than a theory about our success. This doesn't mean the initiatives are bad. Most are probably very worthwhile. 
They just don't add up to a strategy. Some organizations try to get around this problem by calling particular points of their plan pillars or themes or a roadmap. But the result is a strategic plan that deliberately doesn't present anything called a strategy. The reason I've made the unity test the first of the six is that you can run the test without reading whatever strategy document you've been given. As soon as you see that it lists more than one strategy, you know there's a problem. My suggestion for today is, when you find yourself confronted with a number of strategies, ask your colleagues how you'll allocate resources or set priorities among them. There's no need to criticize or even question particular initiatives in order to ask if there's an overarching idea that connects them. Next time, we'll discuss the second question I encourage clients to ask about their strategy. Is the opposite stupid? Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission-driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at ProsperaLLC.com. This is Mitchell Muncy. Talk to you next time.